Morning, everybody. Great morning. CC, what's up, man? Good morning, C Dub Jr. How you been, bro? I feel like I haven't like heard your voice in like a week. <laughs> been, a, been a little busy, man. I've uh, been a little, little running gun, high stress. It's all good, man. It is all good. It's all good. Um, How are you? Oh, I'm phenomenal. I'm phenomenal, bro. Um, patience is a virtue we must all have, or is that the saying? Patience is a virtue we must all conquer, or something? I don't know. I just well, patience is a virtue is a saying. Yeah, patience is a virtue. That's um, standalone. Yeah, uh, I just want to say thank you, and then uh, thank you to my wife because you two have been like the two. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know I can come to you guys and like, all right, I'm definitely in my gotta go, gotta go mode. I'm gonna make it happen, but do I need to right now? And I always know I can I can depend on you and my wife to to like, nope, Coop, you need to you need to chill out, bro. Just chill out. Does that mean you think you're a closer or excuse me, a cleaner? <laughs> bro, the book the book was speaking to my bones, bro. So you know, the book I, the book we read for our book review is Relentless by Tim Grover. Tim Grover is an internationally renowned trainer, most famously known for training Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And you know how the chiseled dad bod likes to work out. Oh, it's all, this book was on another level, dude. It's um, a very good book. That's all I got to say. Uh but other than that, but before we get in, I'm I'm great, bro. Uh like I said, just working on my patience, you know, just I'm b- back in the lab doing some uh, some social media stuff. Uh, family's great. Can't complain, bro. How about you, man? You've been how, how's work? How's the how's the wife? What's up? Everything's good with the family front, the work front. Everything is also good. Very difficult for buyers. And it's a lot of fun for sellers. You get to be a part of some cool situations. And then you really get to show your worth when it comes to um, working for buyers, man. You got to be hustling if you're going to get anything done. So I'm good. I just a lot of a lot of irons in the fire, which is kind of typical for me, right? Uh, I want to be busy, and then I complain about not being busy, and then I get busy, and then I complain about it, right? Yeah. So sure. just keep keep getting some more systems in place. Yeah, for more sure. organization. That's kind of my my rock. It's all good. It's all good. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, let's jump into this book review, man. All right, all right. Um, Before we get started, I just got to say this book. So, like, there's one other book that I read, and I was texting Caleb, during, you know, this month about this. Uh, 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Um, if you haven't read that book, that's highly recommended. Please read it. Um, But Relentless, definitely, I got to give it, like, what what is it? I have to give it the the nod that is probably a little bit better than 10x. Like, I think you like getting called out, Coop. What's that? I think you like getting called out, or are you you like it when somebody pushes you? I I love I love when someone pushes me, and I love hearing a thought that goes against what I've always thought. Like, mm. I, I'm always I always love learning, and I always love challenging my my learned information like oh man that makes a lot of sense and that's 
I like how that sounds. I never thought of it like that. Um, and this book was definitely that. I mean, there's a lot of things, um, you know, like 10X talks about, but this was just on a whole nother, whole nother level. Uh, so yeah, I loved it though. I loved it. So loved you want to summarize the whole book or do you want to go, uh, like your top three moments? Oh, uh, let's, let's, bro, why you thought, you know, you know, we, we talked about this before, the, but Caleb, hang on, Bray, I'm in the middle of the podcast. Can you ask mom? All right. Thank you. Love you. Man. She's a cleaner, low key. Which is scary. Which is really scary. To do. <laughs> like, she knows I'm doing the pock. You know, I, I, I get all my stuff, get her ready, and she still is like relentless coming in here and find me. Like, Dad, I need my yogurt. <laughs> Yo, give me my yogurt, man. Man. Um, but, uh, we can, we can sum it up or we, we can just kind of touch, maybe just touch on one thing from each type of chapter. Okay. We, we can just alternate. Uh, so basically quick overview is, uh, Tim Grover talks about cleaners. That's basically the main focus is cleaners. I'm going to rewind you. He says there's three types of people, yep. coolers, closers, and cleaners and he uses sports analogies like coolers avoid the last shot closers will take the last shot if you tell them to and cleaners kind of say get the f out the way let me get this done yep period and then he spends a lot of time like you were saying focusing on what makes a cleaner a cleaner yep gotcha and so he gives in the book so there's 13 characteristics that you need to have if you want to be a cleaner and what's so crazy i knew this book was going to be different because he lists everything as number one he doesn't say like yep number one is this number two three four all the way to 13 everything is number one because everything you need to have everything all these traits and i was like okay that's that's new that's definitely new for sure um all right Anything before we jump into the first one? No, I'm ready. Okay. First one, you you push yourself harder when others won't. Um, Basically, at the end of the day, um, cleaners crave results. Um, Cleaners do the hard things first because they care about uh, the results. And they challenge themselves to be uncomfortable. Mm. Kind of keep it simple, right? Keep, keep it, keep it simple. Um, re, re, results driven. Like, are, you willing, are you willing to do whatever it takes to get the end result, or it's, to reach the end goal? Exactly, or to reach the end goal. Yep, yep, yep. So that's what I got from uh, the first one. I have nothing to add to that. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> Number one, the zone. And th- this was crazy because I've heard this at like, this has been a theme for me this year. Um, they don't, they let their feelings go. And the things that won't let 
let your okay i definitely blundered that up basically they don't let their feelings control them they control their feelings basically um when they're in the zone there's no thinking nothing they don't react off emotion they control their emotion to get them to that level that they need to get to which was and he gave so many analogies with michael jordan but you know and i don't think this was a chapter but you think of how michael jordan would would uh trigger himself right would just make stuff up like that was kind of one of the things you know to get them in the zone they you know what triggers you and so you know when you need to hit that button when you can lay off the button but you're in control of that not letting the external dictate that you dictate that so i thought that was great yeah knowing yourself knowing your knowing your skills take responsibility i think was early on like and and do the work yep oh yeah for sure for sure uh number one know exactly who you are um this just goes to basically you don't you don't think you just trust your instincts um and then on the flip side which i never even this was crazy when he said this but then your instincts trust you so basically you're you're just in a whole nother level when you're not thinking of what you need to do next you just do it basically and your body is trusting you to get it done without you having to think about it mm-hmm. um the note i have is refuse limitations yep like don't you can't think like that yep and it's crazy he brought up about like how babies are relentless in this chapter. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like how, how as they grow up, you know, parents, we tell them, no, don't do this. Don't do that. You're going to break that. And sometimes like, I'm sure you guys have seen my bad parenting one-on-one. I just believe in sometimes they just got to fly. I just, you know, like Cash is over here just jumping off the couch like, no like yolo right you you're only little once right just jump in and i'm like all right well see see what happens you know but that it, it's just little things like that you know i'm mean, not get on there and tell them like cash no don't you can't do that uh you're gonna hurt yourself i mean and it's compared to real life like what if cash didn't wants to take a jump into something and he always is told like no cash don't jump get off the couch it's not safe uh you need to be safe and and it's weird because that's how my like i'm weird dude so like every time i do stuff like that i always try to push them like to do different things like if we go to the to the park right i always like i'll let them test their boundaries on some climbing things i won't say nothing i'm right there but like i don't i'm not like oh cash don't do that go on the small one i was like no you want to go on the big kids one yeah go go on there my heart's racing. Don't get me wrong. But they need to just under... Like, the little things, man. I'm weird. I'm sorry. I totally... I totally just sidetracked it. But anyways. Know who... Know exactly who you are. Well, all behavior traits are learned, Coop. Yeah. So, you, like, obviously you're... 
the chiseled dad bod, right? So you got to remember when you're being a dad, you're trying to teach your kids the types of behavior traits you want them to have. So, I mean, that's where your brain went with that. And I think that's fully justified. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Um, Number one, the dark side, man. So this 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 was like a powerful uh another powerful chapter. Um basically it's it's your alter ego, right? Um the side of you that refuses to be taught to be good. Um you know, things you things you you want but you don't talk about. But on the inside it drives you. And on the, you know, the cleaners that he talks about, they understand that dark side and they understand how to control that side of themselves. It's what drives them every day. It drives them to success. Um, You know, he talks about, you know, a perfect example of your dark side is getting up and going to the gym, Uh, being on top of your industry and staying on top. Um, you don't care what others think. Um, only what you put on yourselves, right? Uh, so, I, you know, this is a powerful uh, chapter. He also talks about, you know, like different, char- you know, um, superheroes, right? Like the Hulk. You know, you got Bruce Banner and then Hulk, man. You know, you got Superman. Uh, Clint, it's Clint, Car- Clint Clark. Or something like that. Clark I think Kent. Clark. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you. I'm I'm Marvel. I'm not DC, so I wouldn't. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Excellence then... is lonely. It's... The, the the dark side. You know, they. You also can't be a cleaner in more than one area of your life because it requires such an intense focus and sacrifice. Yep. yep. So yep. figure out what you want to do. Yep. The dark side. I thought that was. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, number one, pressure, <sighs> man. And so, ba- basically, pressure is good. You need uh, a healthy level of pressure. Um, and then he started talking about stress, and I this blew my mind when he said stress is pressure you refuse to deal with. Mm-hmm. I was like, drop, I was like, drop the mic. Well, there was a lot of drop the mic uh, up to this point. But it's a really good book. I mean, he's studying a, just the most intense people in the world. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. And he talks about pressure means people trust in you. Um, You know, cleaners put pressure on themselves all the time. Right? And, uh, man, so in the same light of pressure... You know, he was talking about putting pressure on your competition. And, um, man, he says you don't compete with your competition. You make them compete with you. <sighs> Bro, and you already know my mindset with Laura about where we're going. Straight domination. But this, it was, this book was a lot of reaffirming some of the stuff I already had in me. It was just like, okay, Coop, you, you need to pick up in this area, this area, though. <laughs> <laughs> So always. pressure, pressure is your friend, and then you you know you always got the the classic example that pressure, 
can either, you know, pressure can both burst pipes and creates diamonds, right? It just depends on, you know, it just depends on how you're going to use that pressure when it's applied, right? I'm not saying I love pressure, but I know, I, I know that when I do put it on myself, it just puts me in a whole nother game, a whole nother level, you know? So it all, it all, it all depends, man. It all depends. Um, anything else you want to add? Nope. Okay. Uh, number one. You've said number one like eight times, Coop. Yeah. I think we're on that number was, four. That was the, that was, bro, didn't you hear the intro, what I said about the book? Oh, you just, oh, so you're saying, okay. I mean, you got to drop it to me heavier than that. So, <laughs> so in the book, in the intro, he says he's going to, he's going to label every characteristic as number one. That's true. He does say that. Because they're all important. He didn't want to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 13. Because then the people are like, okay, this, number one is the most important. Number 13 is like, oh, I don't know if I'll get to it. It's probably not important. And he says number one for every single characteristic because they, they are all equally important to have or to work on. That's what I'm saying, number one for all of them. We I, gotta I hear what you're the, doing, Coop. We, we got to give the people the, the book, man. I can't be over here cheating everybody, bro. Oh, hopefully they read it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your new number one? Oh, man. Looks to you or people look to you um, in case of emergency. Right? Because um, you are the one that knows how to take responsibility for your actions and mistakes, right? Um, you adopt and you adopt and you adopt again. Um, or adapt, excuse me. I was like, adopt. Adapt. You're able to adapt and change to whatever the situation needs you to be. Um, you know, and it's the same thing, you know, we just talked about pressure, is if you're the one that people are looking to in the case in case of emergencies, People trust you to get the job done, um, and so I thought I thought that was that was powerful. Um, and then you know what he talks about the whole Dwayne Wade and and LeBron James situation when you know as much as I hate all this he was saying about LeBron James, I can't argue with it, man. I can't argue with that. He talks about how D Wade was the ultimate closure. Had a, I can't remember if it was his right or left knee when they won. When they won, I think it was the twenty. Oh, all of them. Okay, cool. Yeah, both his knees are both his knees are pretty tough. So basically, he needed surgery after the season for sure. But called Tim Grover, got him ready, and played through it. And won the championship, but Dwayne Wade was the key for that team. He was like the the dad, right, and kind of made sure everyone's in the right spot. Made sure LeBron James was in the right spot. If LeBron just couldn't finish, D Wade was right there. Um, and so that was just one of the many sports analogies that he used um, during that. But yeah, 
people look to you in case of emergency. Um, and then there, and then he said a couple things in here as well before I move on to the next one. Um, take responsibility of your actions. Or no, no, no excuse me, excuse, excuse me. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. We've all we've all heard that one. Mm-hmm. Right? If you yeah. make a mistake, admit it and say so, and move the on. Fast, yeah, faster to alleviate, get going. If you did it, own it. If you said it, stand by it. Yeah, all decisions, all choices. Yeah, um, the most successful people are those with the instincts to respond quickly to anything. Yep, exactly. So you got to train your instincts and then act on them. Gotcha. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Um, next one, number one, you don't compete. You find a weakness and attack. I mean, that sounds pretty self-explanatory, right? Yep. Um, he talked about when you have a team or a group, right? You know, people today, they always are so quick to find fault with what people aren't doing. And I love the spin in this chapter because he says, well, what you need to do is find out what they're good at and play to that and try and figure out who does what the best and put the puzzle together as a team. I was like, hmm, interesting. That's that's very interesting. I, I love I love that point. Uh, anything else for that chapter? I'm looking at my notes. Right now, no. Gotcha. Okay. Not to repeat. Not to repeat. You know, it's all good. Whenever, whenever you want to jump in, bro, just let me know. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, number one, your deci- you make decisions, not suggestions. I think that's how that one went. Yeah. Um, um, you you know the people, answer why everyone's still talking about yep, it. Yep, exactly. Like kind of, kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, take quick actions. Trust your instincts. Exactly. Um, um he talks about be an expert. Yep, he talks about you know how you know people overthink, and then they don't make a decision, uh, and then he says because they don't have to take responsibility. Mm. Love it. Um, he talks about listening to the wrong people that make you overthink. Um, and he talks about someone else is making mistakes and learning and growing. Right. How many times we see that? Like somebody who is not, and I don't want people to take this wrong, but obviously someone who isn't the brightest, isn't the smartest, but just takes constant action. Right. They are always going to be further ahead and further along compared to the person that thinks it needs to be done a certain way. It needs to be perfect. This perfect that by the time you, by the time you get to that point, this other person that started has already got all everything worked out already. Just yeah, those people make you mad. Right? Oh yeah. You get mad at them. Cause you know, you're more talented, but yep. it doesn't matter. Yep. Got it. And one of the last things I put in here is cleaners have a high pain tolerance. So just going back to being being comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
when you're a cleaner, you don't have to love the work, but you're addicted to the results. To the results, bro. So it, did you did you just jump ahead, bro? I think. Well, see, just, I like to segue, but you're yeah. Mister like we go through things one by one by one <laughs> by one. I'm a segue guy, Coop. Um, you could just but, say no, number one, Coop. Next, next, no, one. next, next one, Coop. About. I'm a little, I'm a little more informal than you. You know that. Oh, it's um, all good. It's all no good. shortcuts, no luck. Um, if you don't protect your priorities, they'll change. Um, and there's no off, it's no, no breaks. Do the work. Yep. And he he just talked about uh this whole NBA lockout that happened. I can't remember which year it was, but you know you had everyone that was kind of like was kind of holding out, holding out, like not working out, not doing anything. But you know who was, you know, who was grinding? Mike. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Kobe was grinding. Um, he also talks about knowing what you got to give up, right? As well. You know, going to the top, there's a lot of things you got to chisel hmm. away at, right? Because you can't take everything. So... I always say to to leave, to leave something, you got to leave something. Mm. Okay. Um, number one, cleaners would rather be feared than be liked. Mm. You know what? And this chapter. Man, that's true. This chapter, you talked about Michael Jordan. And if, if you haven't seen. Um, the last dance. You need to make sure you watch that. It's cool to to see his psyche. That's it for it sure. really is, and just how people talk about him, right? <sighs> Crazy, but basically he talked about Michael Jordan, what he would do before the game, and uh, talked about how Michael Jordan would visit the locker room and act like he knew someone in there, right? And what and so what happens when he walks in the locker room? Well, now you got the team's attention on Michael. Like, oh crap, that's Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many points is he gonna put up? What you know, what he did the previous night? It's like he's already got in there without even saying anything, other than to this person that he knows or seems to know, right? And. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was powerful. He talks about cleaners move in silence, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm. So just a couple of things there. Um, again, just doing doing that thing that people fear you are going to do, right? Doing that thing that other people don't want to do. They because of that, because of that, cleaners don't trust a lot of people. So... Are you segue? Are you segue? I'm segue. I'm segueing. I'm segueing again. Coop, it flows a little better that way. Mm. Um, but when you like when you recognize a cleaner, whether it's in sports, your job, or whatever, right? And you get them to start trusting you, like never betray that trust. And, and to go back to your documentary, you, they talk about that uh, in the Last Dance quite a bit. You know, Steve Kerr talks about how he had to earn. Michael's respect um, and trust and, tr- and trust too. And I like, I think of this as like when you work in sales or like you have go-to people, like if you do your job for the right people, like they'll make you, they'll make you look good. 
You know what I mean? Like it's just all relation goes back to relationships. Yep, exactly. Love that's it. my that's my segue, man. It's all good, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Number one, if you're gonna segue, can you at least like do the number one, or you just no? My number ones are different than yours. I love how we take notes differently, and I can I can push your brain because you, you're you're or you love to irritate me. You're A to B, and I'm like <laughs> A over to lowercase A, maybe to lowercase B, then uppercase B. Um, man, I wish we could have compared like notebooks in school. They would have looked so different. They would have. I didn't. Ha- I didn't really class. have it. It was just scribbles. It's all good. Well, well it's not. When you do these books, it's like whoosh, whoosh, straight A to B, <laughs> A to Z. I'm gonna keep going to make you mad. Um, it's all okay. All right. Cleaners don't recognize failure. That's my number um, one. So you could have said number one there. Uh, number one. Number one. Coop. That man, that is your number one. <laughs> Cleaners don't recognize failure. Um, you know, there's, there's multiple, but success and failure is a hundred percent mental, like quit and relentless don't go together. Um, he talks about how like cleaners don't try. They, they, it, it will happen. Um, success is about doing things other people can't. What did I miss? Oh, Calzway, are you passing me the ball? Yeah, well, it, I'm just, I'm just making sure you get a dribble a little bit. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh, no, that's that, that was good. Uh, he talked about dealing with setbacks is how you achieve greatness. Because there's always going to be setbacks. Um, true, true. And he's talked, yeah. Again, there's no such thing as failure for a cleaner. It's only strategizing. Right, like you know, making the decision, I'm gonna get to Z, no matter how the path looks like. It can be a straight line, be a diagonal, a triangle, zigzag, crossover, don't matter. I'm gonna find a way to get it done, and then after that, I'm not gonna celebrate. That's something I think a lot of people struggle with. That was my segue, bro. You didn't even give me no like love or anything. Like that was a good segue. It was and decent. It, it, it. I didn't even realize it was segue because it made me think. Like it, <laughs> in the book, he says like cleaners always want more, right? Bro, when I heard it, when I heard yep. the no celebration thing, that like was it a I'm call not, out for you? Oh, it's a big call out because I don't. Again, it's not like I don't celebrate stuff. It's just there's always there's more to do, right? You know, but again, I have my wife. I have you, Caleb, that really ch- check me and some other phenomenal guys that have been up with me on this journey that always remind me, like, Coop, you got you to celebrate, bro. It's part of the journey. But it's hard. I, I, I actually lean more towards you. I'm not a celebrator it's, at all. It's, it's so hard because, like, the job's not done. Like, I haven't hit my target yet. Like, this is just a, like, a stepping stone, right? Like, it's just one step in the ladder, you know. But I agree. You know, but he said at the end of the day, cleaners are are always looking for more, always trying to climb the next mountain, right? Because I think like guys like me and you, Caleb, 
um, are scared to get complacent. Like we always feel like we got to keep pushing the issue and keep pushing the button because that's just how we grow. And, you know, we're always about growth. Like if, what's the next target is always what's, my thing. Like, what's what's my next target? target? What's my next target? What's my exactly. next target? Exactly. And, and I, it is important to to take breaks, but I like to be locked in. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Anything else? But that was the book, man. It's a good book. Uh, I I don't really like 10x, which is like poisonous to your ears. But, oh my! Uh, I think like I'm pretty sure Grant Cardone paid a ghostwriter to write that. I don't know what. Okay, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna control. I'm gonna control. <laughs> but this my is a good book. book. This is a really I'm good gonna, book. I think I'm gonna control my emotions and not respond. <laughs> See, you're learning from these books we're reading, Coop. <laughs> no, nah, man, great book. Um, what, do, I can't remember, Coop. You, I always get in trouble about uh in trouble with announcing who? announcing who's who's gonna get you in trouble what's uh what's the next book Tra- traction mm, yep traction this is this is recommended by coach cyrus lemon Tra- traction so uh <clears throat> excuse me you know we we need to do a better job of of being prepared when i was like it was in my thought like to have it up we can say traction the author uh, Gino Wickman, traction. That's why I love you, bro. That's why I love you, bro. Just had, well, just had to. I was had in the middle. Organized. It's all good. It's all good. I appreciate you, bro. Um, this was a great book. Um, any last minute like comments, thoughts? No, sir. All right. Um, please uh, subscribe to the podcast rate and review we got we got a couple of reviews coming in i appreciate i appreciate everybody that's been uh tuning in listening to our foolishness on here but uh however however we can continue to add value just let us know please um yeah i guess that's it caleb you don't know last minute words that's that nothing nothing slick for me okay you don't love our followers or what I appreciate them. Um, I'm a little busy focusing on the work right now, <laughs> cleaning right now. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. All right. See you next week, everybody. See you.